Hey everybody, Skip here again um, on a roll, it seems, with the podcasting. You know, uh, for me, it really comes in waves that uh, I will experience life for a few weeks and then have these revelations and then kind of go back into that cocoon that is life. At least that's the way it works most of the time with me. I I did notice uh, that we are coming up on one year of Finding Meaning, uh, 113 podcasts with uh, 1,400 listens. So uh, I do thank you all. Uh, A lot of people listening on Spotify. Thanks, everybody. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate uh, just you guys listening, and hopefully this helps you because uh, at the very least, by you listening, you're helping me. Uh, I want to talk about how we fool ourselves. Uh, There are so many things that hinder our quest for meaning. There are so many things that hinder the spiritual life. They uh, can stifle it at times. And I think one of the biggest issues that the human being faces, that we all face, that we have to cope with and grapple with is sort of the self-delusion that we're so good at. Uh, You know, I've done lots of counseling. Uh, I did counseling uh, in treatment centers as a volunteer. I did counseling as clergy. Uh, I've been to jails and counseled people. And the one constant I have seen, uh, uh, regardless if it is a person in the throes of addiction, uh, a marriage that's in trouble, uh, someone who may be in financial trouble, for the most part, except for people who have really done a lot of work to come to a self-realization, for the most part, uh, I have encountered people who are in denial and in self-delusion that they have fooled themselves into thinking something was right or normal and it turns out it wasn't. The human power to deny is an incredibly powerful thing. It is part of that, and if you've heard these podcasts, it's, it's part of that ability to create a reality. It's just rather than creating something that's real and useful and tangible, when we use self-delusion or fall into self-delusion and denial. That's my cat, Shadow. She wants in the room. Maybe not. Uh, we, We create a reality in that denial that it, it keeps us from moving on. We get stuck in that place. Uh, and, you know... I hate to quote statistics, I would have to say that 95% of the people I've ever uh, done counseling with have been stuck in some degree of self-delusion or denial about the reality going on around them. Maybe uh, they don't want to admit to a a drug habit. Maybe they don't want to admit uh, to um, a, a dysfunction in their marriage. Maybe they don't want to admit to a gambling problem which has caused them to 
to uh, go bankrupt, whatever it is, there's this need, it seems, in humans to, to not want to be proven wrong. We want to be able to say, thank you, Shadow, that's my cat. Uh, we want to be able to say that we're right all the time, that what we're doing is, is right. And it is really the counselor or the spiritual guide's quest to help them uh, see, uh, to come to some awareness that the thing they're defending is actually the thing that is harming them. Now, when it comes to counseling people who have addictions, uh, things like that, uh, it's, it's a little easier, actually, if I may say so, than just everyday sort of self-delusion, this kind of everyday denial, this way we fool ourselves. I'm going to give you an example, if you'll, if you'll bear with me. Uh, I was in a, in a meeting room full of clergy people years ago, and they were talking about how the church is ordered. People who are ordained, people who are not, people who can do this, people who can do that, people who can wear certain cloth around their neck, people who can't. Uh, and it was, a, it was a quite heated discussion. And I remember sitting back in my chair really thinking, wow, this is really a big waste of time. Um, but here's what surprised me. Here's what surprised me. That many of the people in that meeting who I believed could think outside the box, many of the people in that room who stood for uh, the least and the lost or uh, the injustice of the world, many of those people held on to a belief that they were the only ones who could wear a certain cloth around their neck, a stole. They were the only ones who could serve a sacrament. They were the only ones who could do this, that it was somehow their authority, and somehow that was the ordering of the church that, that they had to preserve. And I, and, and I found the paradox of that very strange. I found it very strange that someone who is very concerned about inequality, would they themselves find a way to explain away institutional inequality? Uh, I, I still hold on to that. I, I saw that a, a thousand times in my career. To be honest with you, uh, one of the things I, I do not miss about that is the fact that there are people who will preach against or speak against injustice. And then because they're in denial about their privilege, about their security, they will preserve, they will go out of their way to preserve another way in which injustice is promoted, in which uh, inequality is promoted. And it's not just the church, it's many, many people, many institutions. Uh, businesses will will preach a, a, a business gospel of, of the employee being able to make decisions and, and being adaptable and being able to, to change on the, on the fly. And that adaptability is a good business model. And then you'll find out when it comes time for that employee to get a raise that there's still that inequality, especially uh, along the lines of gender or even color. It's that... It's that delusion, it's that denial that is 
really a blind spot in our spirituality. That because we find a place where we have the privilege, where we have the power, where we have the job security, we then can find a way to fit that inequality uh, into a frame of reference uh, that allows us to practice inequality. I, I see it everywhere. No one truly, I think, um, really ever gets past that. We, we all do that. We all are in such a hurry to find meaning and purpose that we grasp on to hierarchy, or we grasp on to, to institutionalism, or we grasp on to uh, a, a way of living that undermines other people or, or steps on people to get to the top. Uh, the society itself promotes that. And, and I'll say this, I, I don't know as if there is an institution really outside of our society that isn't built on that. I think the closest, closest I have seen to true, a true egalitarian community, a true community of, of everyone leading, everyone uh, taking turns with responsibilities, probably the 12-step programs, uh, AA, NA, uh, those type of programs where there is no defined leadership, they're only servants. Here's, I think, where we go wrong. The idea of servant leadership, I think, is true and right. I've had people actually argue against that. I've heard people say, well, no, it's more important that you are the authority in leadership. Well, no, that's a, that's a notion of the world. I believe that it's important to be a servant leader. That your job as a leader, be it in, in a religious context or a job or the community or politics, is to... Uh, help to offer inspiration and aspiration to people. That you want people to ultimately be better than you. That you want people to succeed and gain and grow. That is antithetical to our culture, folks. Our culture is about, I'm going to get mine and leave you in the dust. Or worse yet, I'm going to crush you. Uh, I cannot tell you... <laughs> how often I have seen this, and I'm watching it transpire now with our crisis. So I, I think what I'm trying to say here is that we can't fool ourselves. We have to understand that that mechanism of, of denial is strong in us, and it pops its head up when we are doing something we shouldn't, being something we shouldn't, being something that's set up and against the universe, and we don't want to admit it. We want to hang on to the drug or the gambling or the authority or uh, the power or the control or whatever it is. So my hope for all of us is that we become self-aware enough to not deny our denial, 
to not be deluded about our delusion. Rather, to look honestly at our own agenda, to look honestly at our own attempt to gain power and control and security, and then grow through that, hopefully to a place where we can let it go. Uh, I hope that makes sense, folks, and please always remember, you are cared for so much, and we will talk to you later. Bye-bye.